2: On 937
3: the ticket and the ticketfm.com. Uh, we're back. Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, old school. We're brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop. 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. Uh, get you coming and going. Coming into town and headed out to Firth. Uh, both great locations, great uh, variety of meats and everything in there. They have pasta, they have frozen meals, single and family sizes. And a great atmosphere and a great customer service. Text line is blowing up. Old school Chiefs fans are appreciative of what they're doing. I know it's the new school Chiefs fans. The ones that were never Chiefs fans until they became fun to be Chiefs fans. <laughs> Those are the ones that are the most annoying. Um, Bandwagon. Un- yeah, exactly. Unknown texter, 8750. Dan Campbell coaches with his guts. Yes, he does. And he, he really bleeds. Guts and cojones. cojones. And, um But very... But one thing, he's not afraid to delegate to his coaches. He believes in his players, believes in his coaches. He has an old-school mentality of honesty, toughness, fairness, and play for each other and still be a superstar. And so that's why you see guys are able to rebound, um, you know, when they aren't, you know, living up to expectations, which they haven't been able to play or they haven't played – they didn't play well last weekend. Um ninety two fifty nine or no, old old dad 34 – See what he says. The Natties we won in Nebraska were played the season of the previous year. Hence, '94 was played in '93, so forth and so on. You y'all can't figure that out. How do you even know how to run a radio station,
4: Jay? This dude's been on a diatribe, and here's the thing: I think we're on the same page, old dad. But well, yeah, hold on,
3: hold on. Let me see what he said. This is pretty funny. What do you say? he said he, 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 at three o'clock, my man says, "Do I need to come there and teach y'all?" uh What's he? Teach y'all what years we won national championships and what years uh, we played before the championships. Uh, Let me see. Terrell Farley didn't tackle Danny uh, Warfield in 96, or we, again, would have won three in a row.
4: No, see, this is where I think old dad is confused. Because in 94 season, Hmm. you were on the table, and you play that national championship game in January of 95. But it's the ninety four national championship. Yeah. Then you play the ninety five season and it's, That's the it, best it, team of all time. Yeah. You play that game in, in January 90, of yeah, ninety six. Yeah. Then Arizona State happens in ninety six. You was, don't get to play for Natty yeah. that year. So then ninety seven, you, you go undefeated again. You play Tennessee and Peyton Manning in January of ninety eight. Yeah. That's how that's how the math works. there, old all
3: Yeah. What's he? Why, why? What's he? He's my man. What's he? What's he mad about? We it's got Friday. you, man. Knock one back, man. Yeah, it's man. Okay. Go ahead. Uh oh. <laughs> hey, man. What I is this, this might be the best picture ever seen. Ever seen? It's a creation, a cartoon creation of Dan Campbell, uh, with big cojones, with the Detroit Lions uh, hat and shirt on in the San Diego, or yeah, in the uh, not San Diego, Los Angeles Charger Stadium. It's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. That's a, that that that's uh that's a great way to start a Friday, but. We are here. Yesterday, we were less than 24 hours. Now, we are 24 hours into it. Or not into it. We are approximately seven hours into the weekend, into the visit of uh, Dylan Rayola. He is here. Is confirmed that he is in the building. Not, I don't know if he's in the building, but he is in the state of Nebraska somewhere. Um, probably covert. Probably riding. You know, the one thing about it, if Nebraska wants... Which is weird, Austin. Anytime Nebraska had a coaching vacancy, people would say they saw whoever it was at High mm-hmm. V, or they saw him on campus, or they did the plane tracker. But the fact that Matt Rule was able to come in here twice, I think, at least once for sure. Illinois week. Okay, so he came mm-hmm. in at least once. Mm-hmm. And drove, it, it was just riding around, and nobody even recognized or saw him. That lets you know that they can have a very, very special visit with Dylan Rayola and family and not get immersed in the, in the hoopla and take away from what they're trying to focus on is – making him feel at home, show him the possibilities. Obviously, he's been here numerous amount of times, but show him exactly what Nebraska has to offer, why, why it would be, would be work out for not only Nebraska and himself in a positive way, and then obviously surround himself with a support system uh, that can help him flourish, but then also help him help the rest of the team flourish. And so with me saying that, Austin, I wanted to ask you, being younger and right, right, more kind of in tune, I guess,
4: We'll see you're, about that. Well, <laughs> no, I mean is. just closer
3: to, <laughs> yeah. you know, recent, you know, being on campus and stuff. If everything goes the way it should and the way, you know, we all hope, and he commits and signs and he's a Husker as of uh, next, was it Wednesday? Or Thursday, mm-hmm. whatever. Wednesday, Wednesday signing, Next right? Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And what's your expectations after that? Like, what I mean, everybody's, you're going to hear everything from the Savior, from a peace, to the the big piece in the puzzle, he's the 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 big. You know, when you ever you know if you did a puzzle, you gotta knock out the middle first, and then you get the edges around it, and then you fill in after that. What's your expectations? You know, of, of what happens after potentially he decides to come to Nebraska.
4: Let's get signed seal delivered. Let's get those papers signed first. You know, let's not you know jump the shark on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him here. He does not leave without a signature. My expectation is growth. Right. That's what I think the expectation has to be. I don't expect him to be good enough to come in and light the world on fire. Sure. That's why I kind of wish a guy like McCord was here to push him and for Ryola to push a guy like McCord. Right. Right. I wish that the situation was he would come in, you know, again, assuming he signs. And if he's on the field, it's because he proved he's that much better. Not just because he's the best option that they have. Sure. So I expect bumps in the road. I don't expect it to be smooth. I don't expect a Heisman year one. I think that there's plenty of opportunity for that. Right. I view it kind of, Jay, almost like an NFL-style build, right? Where if you have a good enough team where all you need is a quarterback, it's hard to go get that guy because you're not going to be picking high enough. Right. you kind of raised your floor. But at the same time, if you're that bad to bottom out and need a quarterback, you need everything else around that guy too. Right. So he's going to have to take some lumps. The difference here is Nebraska can fill some of these holes with the transfer portal if they choose yeah. to. They're, they're way over the scholarship limit. They probably won't. But I think Dylan Raiola is walking into a good situation where there are guys ready to take that jump right. and grow with him. So he shouldn't have the weight of the world on his shoulders. He can't be allowed to take the weight of the world right. on his shoulders for his own good and for the sake of the program this year and long term.
3: Yeah, we've got an unknown tyster here, 87 uh, 8729. He said he's probably staying at his uncle's house. You know what? He probably is. You is that what? even
4: legal right now?
3: I don't know. I feel like you can't. Stay. Yeah, his family. Well, he, well, he
4: came during the dead period. It was okay because it so why, was family. So but why
3: can't you stay there?
4: I would assume it's because it's during a recruiting period, so he has to stay at a hotel. be my assumption.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that. We're, here, here we go. Culligan Jay, let's do it. Jay, you know Dominic, and I heard today that Dylan went to four different high schools and has already committed to two different colleges. What faith should we have that he will be here for more than a year anyway? Is Dominic supportive of all the bouncing around? You know, I don't think it, it, like, I think on the surface what people don't understand, this is just from my understanding. I never really asked him because the reason, I I guess I'm going to start here before I answer the question. I will tell you from personal experience and watching, and so I watched before I even had any personal experience. And matter of fact, me and DP had a two-hour kind of, obviously, radio show about it. If you do not advocate for your kid, you are doing him a disservice. Um, that's number one. That's just from watching here. Mm-hmm. Didn't experience it. And I think, and I, I don't know, I think when he was in Dallas, it was you know, he had a, another, his sister was playing at like TCU. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously he would to be there. And then he went to Arizona, um, didn't play one year, and then played the next. And then obviously when he committed to Georgia – he went to one of the best high schools in the nation, and what that does is it puts him in a situation where he can make a trans- transition into college faster. That's what I'm assuming. I never asked because you want to know why I never asked. I trust Dom, right? Mm-hmm. I, he's a teammate. I love him to death. <laughs> that's a dude I go. I went to battle with. He's done it, right? He knows he's not just doing. it. It's not a kid that's went to four high schools here in Lincoln because he's been, you know. You know, smoking in the bathroom, vaping in the bathroom, got in a fight there. You know, get get caught with a doobie in his pocket, and then next thing you know, he crashed his car. Then he's got to find somewhere to go. It's different. You have to sometimes do it, and then uh, it'd be no different. Say he went to a prep school. Say he went to IMG, and then he went to like the Milford Academy or something. Mm-hmm. What would you say then? So
4: I think it, it depends on how they use it, right? Because you have to trust, like you're saying that the family has a plan that this is. You got to have a plan. Happening. You got
3: to have a plan, and when you're at that type of level. You have to, you have to, you have to do it. And and what people don't understand, the way that different places you, you the way they approach football is a lot different than what we do around here. Now, would it, on the surface, would it be something that you address? I'm sure they, they've been asked about it. It's just common knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Committing to do two different schools is too different. I will say this: the only thing I do know that Ohio State has said that they're not recruiting another quarterback after he committed. Two weeks later, they recruited another quarterback. That's on Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's on them. I'm a, I will tell you this for people out there: you lie to Dom, <laughs> or just anybody. You're you're nullifying any type of relationship, mm-hmm. right? Dom, I, I I've been knowing Dom since he's been eighteen. I know. I mean, and I played against him. And if you're listening out there, Dom, if you're listening, I'm sorry for kicking your butt up there in Detroit that one time, man. You know, I'm not I, too t- sorry, but I felt bad though. <laughs> I did. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Because Did here's you? what happened, because Dom's going to come out, he's doing wolfing, right? Kay. And I just said, look, you know, I'm the old line. You know, here's I'm I'm happy to see him, but it's business. And I just said, look, and I said, you know what I'm about to do. <laughs> you know what I'm you know about to coming. do, right? You know yeah. what's coming. And then uh, one and then play, Yeah, then it came, and then there was a play. There was a screenplay. Dom was supposed to, I, I will never forget it. He was supposed to block me or whatever. I gave I gave him the dead leg, okay. <laughs> gave him the dead leg. I still had the dead leg in the back pocket. Talk, tackle Kevin Jones for tackle for loss. You know I was up in the end zone hooping and hollering, and he was hot. <laughs> he was hot. Corey Schlesinger was hot. They never got me after that. They actually end up winning the game, but anyways. But you won uh, the battle. I won the battle. I won that. I got that. Uh, you you got know, the, the, yeah, I got bragging rights, but. You know, back to that, The back to and then, you know, Georgia, I don't really, you know, he hasn't committed here. He's, at, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know what, what the deal is. I don't really concern it because I feel like I trust Dom.
1: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.
3: You know, I, I assume that, you know, Dylan's not coming here unless he's a, extremely interested in Nebraska. So that's, a, you know, I look, versus worried about what, what's happened in the past and worried about right now. That obviously Matt Rule and those guys have done, uh, Matt Rule and the University of Nebraska and the recruiting staff, whoever has been involved, um, have done a good job of making something appealing when the win and losses is, isn't appealing. So that means that in, intrinsically in the program, there's something. That's like marketable, but then also tangible. Mm-hmm. So then, therefore, when you're thinking like, you know what, I can be a part. I can see a vision. The problem before, there wasn't substance. The words or the substance wasn't. The words weren't backed up by substance, and that's where you lose, down. I will tell mm-hmm. you this: after that was after that Northwestern game, when we won fifty-six to seven, okay. If you would have asked me that following Monday, I would say he is ninety-nine point nine percent coming to Nebraska. For sure. I would have took the wallet, laid it there. Mm-hmm. They had no problem. Whatever happened between after that to then, that's not I don't have apples in those oranges. So will are getting it, your
4: wallet back here soon, it seems like. So it yep, worked yeah. out
3: eventually. Yeah, I'm good with it. Hopefully <laughs> I can get some interest on it too. So I think whatever is whatever Matt Rule and those guys have done. To, and also, I know Mickey Joseph has done as well. So I don't want to like skip over him. To and, you know, Bill Bush and those guys to kind of pump some life back into that relationship because it was dead. And It was disappointing.
4: Like not just life support. It yeah. was it, was, the, it was
3: it was gone. It was our, it was gone. They found a way. I'll say Game of Thrones again. They found a way to bring Jon Snow back to life. <laughs> okay, and here's what it is. Dylan's Jon Snow. Here's the deal. Hey, okay. John, yeah, okay John, here Jon Snow was dead. They brought him back, and then he was known. Now he was actually the emperor of the seven kings. So now welcome, Dylan. You are the king. Now, <laughs> now. So anyways, they were able to pump some life back into it, and then it was able to go from there. And then now we're at the point that where he's, he's on, a, I think, an official visit, so officially you are very, very interested. And so um, that process is going on. I hope it works out the way that it should. In the way I hope it, um, but all the other stuff, worrying about all, you know. Look, <laughs> I get it, but at the end of the day, man, it, it, you we picking and choosing like we're trying to we're trying to get accumulate players, right? And now, we, you, I mean, and I understand the the dynamics of it, but the optics aren't that easy to look at. And mm-hmm. I will tell you this: I went to two different high schools in three years. Freshman year, I was there. Had a coach. Had some racial issues. Dad snatched me up out of there, went to a rival high school because I had nowhere else to go, right? Here comes Mike Grant, right, who his dad coached my dad, mm-hmm. right? Mike Grant's coming from another high school trying to build his program. I end up back in, you know, I go to him and the rest is history. You could ever say he's 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 hopping around very – you could say I went to three high schools. I went to the very first high school, Eden Prairie Pray the way it was. I went to Minnetonka the way it is. And then I came back to to eat and pray to what we made it into, Mm -hmm. and it all worked out. And so you got to look at every situation differently. But uh, you know, I'm just gonna you know take if it does work out. Take down you know once you sign that dotted line, you committed. We in it, you know. And so hopefully it gets there. And um, you know, I think it's one of the things that uh, you know is excited. I I mean, look to get to this point, people were so excited when. Dylan expressed interest, I don't know how long ago. Everybody's like, well, because Matt Rule and those guys were actually recruiting. Now we're here. We're almost at the finish line. And potentially, you know, to be one of the biggest flips in history. I don't care if his uncle's here. I don't care if his dad's here. He's the number one player, I think, in the nation. I know he's number one quarterback. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you use usually the quarterback, you always kind of up there at number one in the nation. So that's the biggest flip to go to a team like that. Yes, there's family history and legacy here, you know, but ultimately... They're they're gonna do what's best for their family and their in this case Dom's son, but then also the university as well. So um, you know, hopefully it all works out. Hopefully by Monday we got some good news, and then Wednesday we got you know guaranteed news. But you know, I think it's not only that. You know, I think it's a it's a great situation to to hopefully gets over the finish line. But then if it does, then you then everybody else has to ramp up, right? Because ultimately when you you're what you're getting at 18 isn't going to be the player you get when he leaves at say like 21 22 mm-hmm. that'll be the finished product so everybody that has some success or wants to have a spot or beat somebody out or needs to get better or take advantage of an opportunity in, in any position offense defense especially you need to get to work because like one thing i know about the, about dylan he is a, he's a, like when i was talking about he's a football player he's a football guy he loves football he loves watching football. He loves talking football. He loves watching tape. He's a junkie, man. He grew up around the game. He grew up in an NFL environment. He knows what it work. He saw his dad work. He saw his uncle work. People don't people, here's what people are funny about, about Donovan. And I'm not going to get into, and, you know, I got, you know, respect for Donovan. Not only did he play, right, it was successful. He went and played pros. Then he went and learned the different coaching techniques. People just gloss over. All the coaching techniques that he got from various coaches, then thought that like what he just was out there and just forgot it, like it don't work like that. And then you got a kind of a uh, as needed, college football Hall of Fame potential, like coach as needed. Call over your knucklehead. I think he's an older brother. Dom's the older brother. You know, sometimes he acts like the younger brother, but he's <laughs> old, he's the older brother. So I think it's an advantage and. um, you know, it'll be interesting. I think what, he, what it what it does, if it does happen, it allows you to go out there recruit to another level and is based on this decision. And it's and they and when you know the family, it's not a decision that they're taking lightly. And so that's probably why it's coming down to right now. So I think it's a good thing. So hopefully everything uh works is, works its way out. You know, it's gonna be day one down. We're gonna have a you know, probably a live update, right? And stuff like <laughs> that. So um
4: I just I just can't imagine having to tell Kirby Smart no. Like, I mean, I'm sure Kirby's a good guy at the end of the oh, day. yeah, But...
3: It's business. He I, I mean, this. telling
4: Ryan Day no, like, thanks, now nah, I'm good, to tell Kirby Smart
3: mm-hmm. no.
4: Like, I've been saying all along, Nebraska needs to be right this year at the quarterback position, whoever it is, whatever it looks like. But, man, if you're Dylan Raiola, you got to be right, too, to tell those two guys no.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to... No matter who it is, I mean... Tell Nick Saban no. I mean Nick Saban that I had to tell no was not the Nick Saban right now. So <laughs> do I was you tell a, Nick Saban a, 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 now no? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I mean it's hard. Coach Osborne, I couldn't say no. He's as right. he, he, quiet as kept. Coach Osborne because he's a good salesman. Um, but you gotta you gotta when you rec- this is the thing in recruiting you gotta respect kids' decisions because they gotta respect yours when you jettison players or you mm-hmm. tell players that you're not good enough. And you just got to go from there. You're not going to be able to get every kid. Everybody is, is able to make choices. You know, there's a reason why first-round picks come from the University of Arizona. Uh, and this year, University of Arizona has a really good offensive tackle. Oregon State, all these other places, North Carolina with Drake May and all this other stuff, is just because they made the choices what they felt is, is the best for them. You got to respect it. Yeah, it's probably hard to turn down the two-time defending national champion, but it's bigger than that, though. Um you know, I'm not hating on Georgia. They they've done a really great job. Kirby's done an excellent job. So is Alabama. But I would ask you, if somebody would ask me, what is he? What is he? Have they shown the ability? Now, granted, Matt Rule and those guys have only been here for a little over a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if we're going to ask and talk about Georgia. If I had a quarterback and if I was a quarterback, I would ask you, okay, what what's going to make me any different along this process? If you've had from Jake Fromm, you ran out, Justin Fields left because of obviously you, you know whatever didn't work out. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was the number one player. It didn't work out. You had J T. Daniels, and I'm sure I'm missing some. You, you, you Stetson Bennett, who won you two national championships. You cut him, and he had to go to a JUCO, mm-hmm. not once but twice. Mm-hmm. Okay, he ended up winning for you. So, what is your idea of how a quarterback fits in to be successful at the University of Georgia? That's what you'd have to tell me, and that's harder to convince me to with that because I have a longer history of that. Now, mm-hmm. now, in Nebraska, you don't have any history, right? And so there's. There's plenty of things you got to worry about, and that's their decision. And that's the, uh, you know, the way things go in the recruiting. And that's what you get. That's why you got a big recruiting department. And, you know, everybody's, you know, you know, I mean, everybody's going to support Dom and everybody's going to support Dylan. And that's, you know, the great thing about. We'll support
4: him more if they come to Nebraska.
3: I'll support Dylan there. I'll be a little disappointed. will. i would just but, saying yeah, the rest yeah. of us. But I, I think <laughs> that, look, I would tell you like this if your kid has to go to a high pressure situation to have people that you trust to be the support system outside of who they see every day Mm -hmm. is a good feeling because you have people that have a lot of wealth and experience that can help them push through hard times. And that's what you're going to need because it's not going to be easy. And I, I, you know, I could tip my cat if cap, if he's, if he's saying he's coming that you're not running away from a challenge. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to do something that's, next level we're gonna give a couple uh uh was it o- og yes doobie is old school um unknown texter 1085 i don't know who else is on the recruiting possible list um 007 uh too many <laughs> too many drinks um let me see 3181 says this unknown texter check the stadium lights in the red glow it's a good sales pitch in the rain. It's a phenomenal sales pitch in the rain. I think they even had it going on this morning. I think I saw a tweet. Mm-hmm. So it's been going on all day, man. Look, man, listen. They didn't do that when I was here. You know what I mean? We got off the plane. Listen, when I got off that plane from Minneapolis, it was cold as all get out, Austin. You know what I'm saying? And they and must you
4: were used to cold.
3: Yeah, the Hawk is different down here. And you get off the plane. I'll never forget to get the Lincoln. And my grandma uh, had bought me this like cashmere like red sweater. I was looking like a straight dork.
4: i, had, I said say you were balling. Come on, uh, no. Jay. Come I, on. Had Your sh- like, Come on. I had a white. Come on. Here's what I
3: had, what I had on. That's a some black like jeans or slacks on, dress shoes, white shirt, white like pencil tie, looked like Reggie Hammond, <laughs> and this sweater and a jacket. So she wanted to make made me wear it so much. She bought it for Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. So I wore it. Then I then I. Uh, when I got to the over to the coach's office, I took that bad boy off, man. You know what I'm saying? Then you know, I was the only one there with the tie on and looking all, you know, proper. Uh but it worked out as well. But there was definitely no uh lights for me though. This opportunity was, on the was, University it, of Nebraska's it part. Was, it was a hawk though. They I, I bet you they were wondering if I was getting out the plane because I was in the very back of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're yeah. waiting for you, waiting for you.
4: Where's this dude? Yeah, I was
3: a hey, I was a row 20. <laughs> and it was a little small plane. But anyways, uh, good recruiting talk. We're going to come back, take a couple more uh, texts from the text line, uh, then sign off here and get into the weekend. Jay Foreman, Austin Orman, uh, Old School. We'll be right back.
2: Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and Ticketfm.com.